Hey friends, today we're going to talk about something that's maybe not quite as cute as some of the other topics that I talk about on the podcast, but it's really important for hormone balance and that is gut health. And when I talk to my clients, a lot of times they're really happy to tell me all the things that are going on with their hormones. And then when I ask them how their gut is doing, they're like, oh, it's fine. And then when we talk a little more about it, I find out that it's actually not fine. And so if that might be you, I want you to tune in and listen because I'm going to talk about some of the things that are most overlooked when it comes to gut health and hormone health and why they're so linked and what you can do about it at home. Welcome to the happily hormonal podcast. Now, if you're a little iffy on whether or not the word hormonal is a good one, you're in the right place. My name is Leisha Drews, registered nurse and functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner turned holistic hormone coach. And after going through my own hormone journey and having my three babies, I actually believe that our hormones are one of the greatest gifts that we've been given as women. And that no matter what you've been told, it's possible for you to have thriving energy, good periods, and a stable mood all month long. And I am here to show you the way. I think it's time to change the narrative around words like hormones and hormonal and start to reclaim the power that we truly have as women, which is the power to change not only our own health, but the health of all of our family for generations to come. Hormone balance doesn't have to feel hard. It can actually feel simple and fun when we do it in a way that aligns with how our bodies were made. If you're ready to start trusting your body again and feeling really good in that beautiful body that you've been given, then grab yourself a yummy drink and maybe a snack and let's do this. guys, one of the things that I love most about this podcast is that I'm able to show up and teach and help actually change the way that women's health is viewed and the way that you view your body and help you feel better, help your periods be better, help your moods be better. And I don't have to sacrifice my family for it. Um, and I don't have to show up really fancy and, you know, have all the perfect Instagram stuff together. That's really not me. Most of the time right now I have my five-year-old son sitting on my lap and you might hear a little extra background noise because of that, but I'm just so thankful that this um, platform is available. It's so perfect for moms and it's just a really sweet season of life. And so I'm so glad that I get to share this passion and support women, but be here with my kids as well. And so anyway, I'm just thankful for that blessing and thankful that you're here listening and, you know, not here for the fancy here for the real life. But speaking of real life and TMI, we're going to talk about the gut today. And as a nurse and a mom of three, and especially a mom of two little boys, TMI is not really a thing for me. And, um, also as a woman who talks to other women about periods all day long, TMI is not really a thing. So if you happen to, um, not feel that way about life, then this may not be the episode for you, but we are going to really go into what is normal versus not normal with gut function. Um, we're going to talk about all of the things that the gut affects, including, um, skin health, anxiety, depression, all kinds of different things, and especially hormones as well. There's all kinds of things that the gut actually affects, but we've got to talk about what's normal versus not normal to essentially determine where you are on that scale so that you know if there's something that needs to happen here for you. So like I mentioned in the intro, so much of the time when I start to talk to women about their hormones and when we do an intro call, I we're always talking about periods first. We're always talking about, you know, anything that is typically linked as a hormone symptom. 
And then at some point in the conversation, I'm going to ask like, okay, but how's your gut? Like, how's your digestion? What's going on there? And so much of the time I hear, oh yeah, like that's a problem for sure. But it wasn't top of mind when we started the conversation. And so much of the time it's not like really high in their awareness that this is affecting their hormones. So I'm going to really start with how the gut does affect the hormones and what is normal versus abnormal in the gut. And then we're going to talk about, like I said, all the things that the gut actually affects in the body. So why does the gut affect hormone health? Well, multiple reasons. So the gut, when it is in balance, can be a big root cause for inflammation in the body. Inflammation in the body is a stressor. And when there's stress in the body, it's a direct correlation that hormones are not going to be prioritized because hormone balance and fertility is a very expensive, energy expensive um, production in the body, essentially. And when there's a ton of inflammation and stress, the resources are limited in the body. And so you're going to be burning more minerals. You're going to be using more energy to fight that um, inflammation, infection, whatever it is. And when that's the case, prioritizing, making, and detoxing hormones well is just not going to be a priority because essentially it is optional to keep the body alive. And so that's one big reason, um, inflammation. Another big reason is when the gut is imbalanced, and inflamed and the intestinal lining is compromised, you're not going to be absorbing or assimilating your nutrients as well. And potentially there may even be specific things that are going to be more inflammatory to the gut because of that inflammation or um, issue with the gut lining. And so if you're not only not absorbing your nutrients well, but you're burning minerals faster because of the stress in the body, that's going to be another reason that your body is not going to prioritize hormone balance because again, the resources are limited. And so those two reasons are super important and super correlated with hormones being imbalanced and stress in the body. And detox is going to be compromised when your gut is compromised, especially if you're leaning towards constipation more, um, you're going to have a lot more of an issue detoxing because your body detoxes through the gut, through the colon. And when your body is detoxing estrogen specifically, it's going to be, um, processed through the liver and then move to the gut to be excreted from the body. And if that's not happening really regularly and consistently and well, then you're going to have estrogen sitting around in your gut and getting reabsorbed. That's going to cause more of those hormone issues like bad periods and PMS and hormonal acne and all of these things that we don't want to have. And it does come back to the gut so much of the time. So that's kind of the brief overview of the correlation between gut health and hormone health, but it is very clear. And there is a lot there that we're going to go into a little deeper. Um, but we also need to talk about like, what is normal? So how do we know if your gut is a problem or not essentially. And so what is normal is that you would have, um, really good digestive function where you don't have any discomfort with meals. You don't feel, you know, especially full after meals, you don't have gas and bloating. Um, and you also don't have like stomach pain after or really fast digestion where you're having diarrhea. Um, but really just that you would have smooth digestion. It's really ideal 
that you would be having like one to three mat, but really like at least one to two um, smooth bowel movements a day where you're not seeing undigested food, where you're not, um, you know, having pain, diarrhea, anything like that. And just that your digestion is smooth, that things work. You don't have acid reflux. Um, you don't notice bloating. Bloating is really not normal. Um, I know that a lot of women tend to have bloating, especially like right before their periods or during their periods and have, you know, some sort of digestive discomfort, dysfunction during their periods. And they kind of think that's normal. Um, I hear, I know that there's the term like period poop. With that being said, Hey friends, sorry to interrupt, but I have something new and free for you. So it's going to be worth it. I just created a private pod course that is going to teach you all about how to actually balance your blood sugar for happier hormones and more stable moods and energy. And I'm giving away the first two episodes completely free. All you have to do is sign up and grab those and you will have complete access right away. Your link is in the show notes and I will see you in there. It doesn't have to be normal. Um, it doesn't have to be normal to have um, digestive symptoms or diarrhea or things like that during your period or before your period. That absolutely is a sign that something is off in your gut and something is off generally with your hormones as well if you're noticing those symptoms around your period. Okay, so if you do happen to have some of those symptoms, if you do have constipation, you're not having um, bowel movements one to two times every single day, if you do have diarrhea, if you have pain, gas and bloating, acid reflux, any of those things, those are signs that something is off in your gut. So when I work with my clients, we often do a gut test. The one that I like is called the GI map, and it tests for bacteria, parasites, yeast, candida, um, intestinal permeability, which is also known as leaky gut. It tests for inflammation and it looks at bacteria on a really big picture level where it looks at the good bacteria and the bad bacteria and gives us a lot of information about whether those good bacteria and bad bacteria are in or out of balance. And then depending on what is in and out of balance, we know a lot more about your gut based on that because we know that what those bacteria do and how they're reacting and how that's affecting your hormones. And then we come up with a personalized plan to really fix those things. With that being said, there's also so much that we can do for your gut that is incorporated into nourish your hormones so that you can work on some of this on your own in more of a DIY space, but with support. And so, so much of what I do when I'm working with hormones is the big picture. And so when I'm working with you on your hormones, I'm working with you on your gut. I'm working with you on your detox pathways and your stress and your body and your blood sugar balance and all of these different things that need to be incorporated. And so I'm not just looking at like your estrogen numbers and giving you a supplement based on estrogen. And that's why nourish your hormones is so effective and works so incredibly well because it does work on the entire body. And we are really looking at restoring your metabolism, which is part of that is restoring your gut and restoring your minerals and all of these things that are depleted with stress. And so 
again, when we look at hormones, it has to be a big picture. And that is one of the first steps is really, you know, starting to look at things as a big picture, starting to really encourage your body with nourishment, with mineral replenishment, and really build things up. And that works on your gut too. And so we start to see that as we increase nourishment, your gut will respond and the other things that go along with gut health will respond. And so when you know that something is going on with your gut because you have gut symptoms, that's great. And not great. It's not great that you have gut symptoms, but it's great that you know that it's related to your gut, right? Because you have gut symptoms. But sometimes we also see that there are other symptoms that you may not really correlate with gut health. And so one of those big ones is skin health. And so when I see a lot of um, acne, eczema, psoriasis, even those little bumps on the back of your arms that a lot of people have, um, keratosis pilaris, all of these different skin conditions, a lot of those go back to your gut and your detox pathways. And so going back to the gut and the liver are both really important when it comes to those skin conditions, but those skin conditions are all based on inflammation in some way. And so if the gut is inflamed, it's going to be showing up in the skin as well. And so much of the time we also see that moods can be off when the gut is off. And so if you struggle with a lot of anxiety or depression, or even, you know, really sustained PMS or um, up to the level of PMDD, where it is pretty significant and severe PMS, all of those things, even, um, I really also believe that even like postpartum depression and anxiety can be related back to the gut as well. And there are other causes, of course, but we can't ignore the gut in this because it does have such a big impact on our moods. And the reason for that is not only because of inflammation, but also because of, because our neurotransmitters, a big portion of our neurotransmitters are actually made in the gut. And there's a huge correlation between the gut and the brain, the gut brain connection that I won't go into on a deep level today. But if you're noticing that you have these mood symptoms or these skin symptoms, these are things that I always will want to check the gut and make sure that you have the things in place that are needed to have a healthy gut and healthy hormones and healthy detox pathways because so much of the time they are related and it's not its own problem, which is honestly really encouraging because who needs more problems to take care of in a different way, right? So when our bodies can respond so well, mood and gut and hormones to really nourishing on a deeper level and replenishing minerals and supporting stress the way that I teach and nourish your hormones and the way that I teach around the podcast and the things that I do with my clients, all of these things are really a holistic view at healing the body overall. And so again, like you don't have to check another thing on your list that you need to figure out and do on your own. You really can ask for help and get support and have support with multiple things at once, because I don't know about you, but I don't need like 47 more things on my list to fix. Right? So when we're looking at the gut again, we can look at the gut on a deeper level and understand that if you're having these gut symptoms, if you're having these mood symptoms, if you're having hormone symptoms and detox need for detox symptoms, and you're having skin symptoms, all the things that I've talked about to this point in the podcast, then there can be some underlying clear things that are going on with your gut. So I'm going to talk about those a little bit more so you can understand, you know, why it is so important to address these versus just kind of like hope they get better on their own or learn to live with it because you're so used to these symptoms. It just doesn't have to be that way. So when I look at the gut on a gut test, um, or when I look at gut symptoms, 
some of the biggest things that I want to know is essentially like how much inflammation is in the gut and how much permeability is in the intestinal lining. So when we think about the intestinal lining, it's actually really super cool. If you're a nurse or a nerd like me, um, it's really, really cool how the intestinal lining was created because it's so, so intricate and also so simple, which is so many, so many of the things in our bodies are like that. Intestinal lining is actually a single cell layer thick. So even though our intestines are incredibly long, we have a single cell layer that comes between the food that we are eating and our bloodstream essentially, and the little capillaries that take the nutrients to our bloodstream. And our bodies were created to break down that food into these perfect size molecules and let them through very specifically into the bloodstream, um, through the cells and through these little junctions in the cells. And when they are ready, essentially when the nutrients are broken down to a really small level where they can show up in our bloodstream and be what we need for energy. And when there is a lot of inflammation in that cell layer, um, we can have a lot of dysfunction there. And so that's one of the biggest places that I like to look is how much inflammation and how much leakiness between those cells is there. Because if so, if there's a lot of leakiness and a lot of inflammation, we need to know why. And we need to know why because all of that inflammation and all of the leakiness allows for bigger particles to get through into the bloodstream essentially. And that can cause even more widespread inflammation in the body because your body knows these are not supposed to be there. This is not broken down enough to be able to assimilate as a nutrient and we're not able to deal with that well. And so the body will tag those little proteins and those little, um, those little molecules that are getting through into the bloodstream as an invader, as not self, which is um, another way that the body is going to create more um, inflammatory response and fight against those. And so that's where a lot of times we'll show up with food sensitivities and things like that. And then, you know, it's just kind of a cascade from there because if we have a food sensitivity and we're eating the food, our body's going to react to that. And then we see more symptoms like brain fog and digestive discomfort and skin stuff and anxiety and all of these things. But what it really comes back to is we need to know why there's inflammation there in the first place. And so a lot of times I see that um, bacterial imbalance is a big part of that. And that can be that you have a lot of bad bacteria that are, you know, potentially fine if there's a small amount there, but if there's a large amount there, they can be a big problem. They can cause that inflammation. Um, a lot of times we have low good bacteria because we're not eating probiotic rich foods because we're not eating fiber rich foods that actually feed those good bacteria because we didn't get a lot of those good bacteria from our moms. If we were born by C-section or we were not breastfed, um, or if we have taken a million billion antibiotics for different things as a child or as an adult, or if we've taken birth control that can throw off the intestinal lining. Um, but more specifically the microbiome in the gut is what I mean, um, the bacteria balance, but then it does throw off the intestinal lining after that. And so if bacteria is imbalanced and that is causing inflammation, then that's something that we need to take care of. And we need to pay attention to if there's parasites that's causing that inflammation, we need to take care of that. If yeast overgrowth or candida is a problem, um, oftentimes I actually don't see that as one of the primary causes. It really is one of the secondary causes because that doesn't usually show up unless some of these other things I've talked about are already there. But all of those things are really important for us to know and to start to address whether we start to address it in nourish your hormones by really working on the nourishment part and the stress piece 
and knowing how to digest your food well and knowing what foods are going to be right for your gut at what time and really knowing how to replenish minerals and stop getting some of those toxins in that are causing inflammation. So all of those pieces are huge and important and need to happen. And gut testing can also be helpful if you're working with me one-on-one because we can see even more of the big picture and we can cut out some of those bacterial inflammatory compounds, or we can cut out some of the parasites and things like that so that you have a faster path to healing essentially. So there's lots of underlying things that can really mess with the gut and it really is important to start to understand those and to start to manage those on a little bit more of an intentional level because again so much of the time we just think that it's normal to have these symptoms and if we think that it's normal we're not going to do anything about it and we're not going to really essentially like see that piece of the puzzle for our bodies because we don't know that the gut is a big issue for our hormones and we just keep trying to do you know these three or four other things that we think are going to fix our hormones but again we're we're just missing the big picture so with gut health it really truly is important that you are not only getting you know healthy food but that you're getting healthy food that works for your body so you're getting foods that are rich in fat soluble vitamins that are rich in minerals that are rich in fiber that are rich in antioxidants we need a really well balanced nutritional plan with the right nutrients to be able to feed our guts well and we need to know that it's right for the stage where our gut is because just pounding a ton of raw greens and raw cruciferous vegetables or even sometimes raw fruits may not be right for your gut at this very moment if what you need is to take it really low and slow and be really focused on you know gelatinous foods and mineral broths and things like that to really just kind of like help calm some of that inflammation before you're able to digest the foods that are a little bit harder to digest and so again There's so much here that we can talk about with the gut, but it goes back to some of the simple things. And so that's why the foundations for gut balance and for hormone balance are so similar and are so basic and foundational. And yet so much of the time we're missing them. And you hear me say this all the time. If you listen to the podcast often, but so much of the time we're essentially missing the forest for the trees because we're, you know, looking at, we have shiny object syndrome and we're wanting to find the next quick fix and the next skincare product for our skin for black Friday, or we want to find the next, um, you know, quick fix option for our hormones, whether that's like a pill or this like one little thing that you need to change. Um, or even with our gut health, like a special probiotic, you know, none of these things are bad. I like all of those things, but if you don't have the foundations in place and you don't have, you know, support to know what those foundations are for you, then you're really going to, I don't know, just be spinning your wheels and spending a lot of money that doesn't necessarily get you where you want to go. And so I just want to encourage you to take a step back and try to see like, what is the forest here? Like what, what's actually going on here in my body? Like, is it my stress? Is it that I'm not chewing my food? Is it that, um, you know, I'm really not detoxing my body well because I'm constipated. Then like that may be the thing to kind of assess in your, in your life and in your diet. Like, why is this happening? And so much of the time, I think that we essentially miss our own intuition because we've been taught not to pay attention to it. And so if you're listening to this, if you've had gut issues, I even am going to go a little bit deeper and say like, what's going on with your gut instinct? And like, how are you trusting yourself? Because, you know, so much of the time we say like, oh, just go with your gut. And like, it's a gut feeling. Right. And so, but I do think that 
that is related to our actual gut function. And so, so much of the time, I think when we have gut function issues, it may be related to not being connected to our intuition and not being connected to, or not being able to like digest what's going on around us in our environment. And so, you know, taking a step back and actually thinking about these things and taking a little bit of time to say like, why do I have these gut symptoms and not in a like frustrated and judgment and angry way, but just truly like taking the time to pray about it and taking the time to just like have a little bit of space in your brain to ask like what stressors are causing this and what are some of the things that I'm not, you know, processing or digesting well in my life where I'm not like able to lean into my intuition. I do think that that is so important too. And obviously I think that the physical things are important, but again, our bodies were made in a very holistic way. And so much of the time, we are spinning our wheels if we're not looking at the big picture. And so our intuition and trusting ourselves and actually asking the questions that need to be asked are sometimes some of the most powerful things that we can do. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Please send me a DM, send me an email. Um, I honestly wish that this podcast had like comments like an Instagram post does, because I'd love to hear your opinion and your thoughts and always send me questions. If you have a question that you want me to turn into an episode, um, we always make a list of those and I try to get as many of them as I can. So please do send those to me. I am planning my podcast for, um, some of the new year and really excited to share some things coming up with you because I'm going to be going even more all in and I can't wait. So I'll see you guys next week.